You're listening to a Big Finish production. Why not rate and review us? I mean, why ever not? Oh, but yeah, I suppose you better listen first, actually. It's probably a good idea. The most efficient killer in Europe is not the one you were expecting. It's Callum. Bloody hell. Hunter! Who sent you? Go! Screw yourself! Oh, charming, that is. Is he dangerous, Mr. Kelly? No one will mourn him any more than they will mourn me if I die tonight. Don't you ever say that, David Callan. Don't you ever even think that! You're listening to the Big Finish podcast, secretly dead dropped into an unmarked sector of your brain on the 1st of July 1968. Cunic and Benji! Ah, there you are. Sit down, relax. It's time for your podcast <sighs> briefing. I'm Benji Clifford, <sighs> and he's Nick Briggs. Although that's classified information. Yeah, very, very hush, hush, very hush, hush. Uh, as you dark. may have noticed, this podcast is entitled The First Doctor and Callan. What a mashup. We go behind the scenes <laughs> of the second volume of The First Doctor Adventures, starring David Bradley as the Doctor himself. Yeah, yeah. And we very tease nice. you with the first 15 minutes of an episode from our brand new Sprouts, our brand new spy thriller series, not to be confused with a spry no, uh, no thriller, spries, whatever yeah. a spry is. Sounds like a drink, doesn't it? We're drinking. Spry. Uh, that's right, it's Callan. How exciting. You've read the file. He's been a professional executioner since the 50s and he's still breathing. Of course he's good. All your other favourite podcast features will be here too. In a moment, we round up the latest releases with lovely review coats and clips. And then that will be followed by the big finish news and my favourite thing of all, listeners' emails. Oh, listeners' emails. Then, after our first Doctor behind-the-scenes report, including an interview with David Bradley, we dive into the Randomoid Selectatron, randomly selecting a release from the Big Finish archive to chat about. And, of course, we finish off with a 15-minute drama tease of Callan and an episode entitled File on a Harassed Hunter. And could you just, for me, say File on a Harassed Hunter? Yep, it's fine. Because it's the old-fashioned way of saying it. And I like that. Very well, sir. File on a harassed hunter. Do you know who we have to blame for harassed? Who? Some mothers do have them and Michael Crawford. Really? Everyone used to say harassed before that. And they said, he's harassing me, Betty. And, and that's where yeah, everyone started saying harassed after that. Because he started pronouncing it incorrectly as a joke. It's funny, isn't it? Television has, has a, a lot to answer for, doesn't it? Well, the it, word really? hadn't really been used that much in, gen- in general usage before then, I think. Yeah. But please write in and disagree at podcast.bigfinish.com. <laughs> in the meantime, let's have a look at those latest releases. And this week we're looking at Torchwood, Goodbye Piccadilly, Doctor Who, The Companion Chronicles, Second Doctor, Volume 2, our big Finnish original drama, Cicero, Marcus Tullius Cicero, Cicero. and uh, latest Sick Doctor adventure, Iron Bright. Thank God, thank God, he's there. Thank God, thank God, he's there. 
Some lovely comments from listeners coming in about Torchwood. Goodbye, Piccadilly. Judshina Save Wayward at Judshina Locked says, Just listen to new Torchwood. That's hashtag Torchwood. Goodbye, Piccadilly. Witty story told at great pace with some fantastic and funny moments. Great acting and writing. There's a little emoji heart there. And please give us more of Andy and Norton together. Andrew at Andy M586 says, uh, Wow, goodbye, Piccadilly. What an adventure, Price Tom. Uh, he's writing to Tom Price and, and Samuel Barnett and, and Goss Jam, James Goss, and Scott Hancock. You have knocked it out of the park with this release. Have never laughed so much travelling from work. So good, I'm re listening on Way Back Today. Rob Cope at Rob Cope says, uh, That's much easier to say, wasn't it? Um, love the <laughs> well return done, of Norton Folgate in Torchwood Goodbye Piccadilly at Big Finish uh, a high camp dash through 1950s Soho with a touch of H.G. Wells oh. a wonderful script by James Goss that's Goss Jam and of course Price Tom that's Tom Price and Mr. Samuel Barnett that's right well I don't need to explain who that is XL and that's not to be confused with the um, Microsoft program <laughs> <laughs> and my dear old friend Neil Corey at London Concrete says the insanely brilliant Goss Jams Goodbye Piccadilly has won the very in capitals coveted award of Torchwood Audio I wish had been on TV awesome big finish and Mr Samuel Barnett I looked into that picture and then there was a voice in my head yes it's believed whoever painted the alien somehow trapped some of its soul in the painting who'd paint an alien it was rescued from its ship it died soon afterwards, but for a while it was quite the curiosity. The Companion Chronicles, The Second Doctor, Volume 2, hit it with a clip. This is my chance. The attention of the boy is on the food machine. I know he must be waiting for me to return. He is stocky and strong. He wears a shirt, and a circle of patterned cloth is belted from his waist. Cumbersome, but loose enough for combat. I can see the hilt of a blade sticking out of his sock. There I have the advantage. A knife must be sheathed. Here's what Blog to Who had to say about this very recent release. A terrific set of stories that not only honours the show's past, but looks to its bright future. The writers are excellent, each delivering a story that feels completely new and fresh. Directors Helen Goldwyn and Lisa Bauman craft these stories excellently, showing why they're the best choices for a set as anticipated as this. The cast is excellent as ever, especially Elliot Chapman and how he handles Ben Jackson's increased role. It's encouraging to see both Big Finish and the audience embrace Chapman into the Doctor Who's pantheon so fully. How can the Doctor be your friend? I do not know you. Hi. I don't know you either. I've travelled with the Doctor a, a, a long time. There is truth in his eyes. Now, here are another couple of reviews for the Big Finish original drama release, Cicero. Could you please sit down? I can't concentrate when you're pacing around like that. And I can't concentrate unless I'm pacing around. What do we do now? 
Now we contact the port at Delos. Cultbox says, with its insights into the plight of slaves and the fragile yet powerful position of Roman women, we see that Cicero's world is a complex place. Cicero himself is fascinating too, likeable for the most part, yet clearly ambitious and with a streak of vanity. Despite railing against corruption, he is not above using his knowledge as a weapon. Glam Adelaide gives this series 9 out of 10. Uh, this second release from uh, the Big Finish Originals range, uh, brackets the previous being At A Girl, uh, is a powerful example of how the writers at Big Finish can craft something quite special without the restraints of an established TV show to hinder it. Writer David Llewellyn has written the six-episode epic about the famed Roman lawyer, politician and philosopher, who influenced so many with his writings. This particular series covers his early victories in the law courts and subsequent first marriage and retreat into Athens. The scripts are tight and engaging and, despite the length, rarely lose momentum. Are we really going to ask the Senate to reinstate Aretium's citizenship on the strength of one case? Not at all, but we can argue for an exception based on Vitellia's circumstances. They couldn't deny us that. They might. And there is, of course, the latest Sixth Doctor adventure, Iron Bright. Gentlemen! I'm sure there must be better ways for you to resolve your differences than by rolling around in the muck. <coughs> what the heck are you supposed to be? Well, think of me as the teacher come to break up the schoolyard scrap. Simon TK421 at WCML Simon says. <laughs> that was so fun to say. Simon. Um, <laughs> Brilliant. At Big Finish, well. at Briggs Nicholas, that's Nick with Nicholas Briggs, at Sawbones Hex, that's Colin Baker, finished Iron Bright yesterday. Talk about geek heaven, brackets for me anyway. Brunel and Sixie, what a perfect combination. Brilliant work as always. Tom Housen at Tom Housen 1218 says Iron Bright from At Big Finish by Chris Chapman is a brilliant historical tale with the classic Who alien twist enjoyable throughout filled with fun and great characters the cast is on perfect form and accompanied by a by a stellar sound design hmm. a new favourite true enjoyment she's a good friend that, of mine Stella sound design actually Stella sound not? design yeah she's great we should get a sound designer called Stella been down here for two days and I'm ready for some fresh air I'm sorry, I'm not normally so skittish when I meet my heroes, but you're... I'm sorry, hmm? your heroes? I think you must be as pixelated as my workforce. And that's it for this week's latest releases. More next week. Time now for the ruddy news. Ruddy hot news? It really certainly hot, is. It? it really is, It won't is, be at the yeah. time this is out, but in the UK we're, we're enjoying stroke suffering... Um, ridiculously hot weather sweltering heat and as happens when, when the when the temperature in the UK varies from the like two degree uh, mean temperature <laughs> the, the range of like two degrees it j it moves one way or the other the country grinds to a halt in various fashions oh it so, does yeah. and, and everybody who was going on about it us literally having pretty much like a six a six month winter is now saying oh it's too hot now i can't cope with this i can't cope but let's find out what what is the heat today i'll ask siri because that's always fun isn't okay, it okay go on siri what's the temperature going to be today the high today will be 26 degrees, and the low will be 12 degrees. Yeah. So 26, not too shabby. So but our international listeners are listening to that and laughing their heads. I'm thinking 26 degrees isn't that high for you. What's the matter with you? And yet our, our railway lines start to oh. melt. You know, all the trains are running slowly because, I, you know, it's, it's, 
everything is massively delayed and uh, it's just it's just it's, it's chaos and we're running out of water as well apparently there's no water you're not allowed not allowed to uh, have a, a, a bath anymore uh you have to have a short shower Really? I've, uh, not, I've not heard this. Yeah, well, that was on the news this morning. Yeah, oh, they, they, All sake. the water companies are saying we've run out of water because it's been hot for a week. I think, That's ridiculous. Why is everything designed on such a knife edge of inefficiency? <laughs> you, that's the, you should have that on a t-shirt that's that's the quote of the year quote do you know that's the quote of the last 25 years isn't it really it's so yeah. true i mean at least i'll be all right i've i for some reason i had this stage of paranoia a, a couple of years ago and not a couple of years about a year ago i'm not even going to dress this up as it it was a reasonable thing so in the cellar that we got i've got loads of water in there. i've got loads of bottles of water Oh, kept yeah. down there for for emergency scenarios. Nick really? is just there swatting flies as I, I it's watch It's not a fly. There. It's a beautiful butterfly, but I was trying to waft him out. Waft him away. Yes. Looks like oh, you've yes. sort of got like a, a sort of dancing arm. Yeah, it's about the only dancing I can do, waving my <laughs> arm around. Like, like Ian in The Chase. <laughs> That's a good dance, I think. I like his dance. <laughs> But anyway, so now we're on to the news and oh, um, yes. very exciting news as well, uh, especially this first one. So some people are going to think they're listening to the wrong podcast, which is going to be interesting. So this week's news headlines, Star Trek Prometheus, Torchwood One Machines, Blind Terror and a Vortex cover artwork opportunity, that's right, to celebrate 20 years of Big Finish Productions. All very exciting, that. First up, Star Trek Prometheus is an audiobook release coming soonish from Big Finish. Not really saying anything, but here's a tease. Space. The final frontier. Formed almost 14 billion years ago from a single point, it now encompasses a vast stellar expanse that is beyond the grasp of the human mind. According to well-established theories, the universe's diameter measures more than 90 billion light-years. The Milky Way, home galaxy to humankind, is no more than a tiny, bright speck within this black void. Even more insignificant was the area of its alpha and beta quadrants that the United Federation of Planets, the 2161-founded Union of Peace-Loving Races, had been able to explore during the last century. Still. Every passing day, spaceships and their crews pushed the boundaries further into uncharted territories. They were on a mission to seek out new life and new civilizations, and to boldly go where no man has gone before. Such a tease. No more information on that. Keep an eye out on BigFinish.com. The vault is closed. Uh, this month, Tortured One delves back into the past of Doctor Who for an episode entitled Machines. Guess who's behind it all? Coming soon from Big Finish Productions, Torchwood One, Machines. Ianto Jones, my name is Yvonne Hartman, and I work for an organization called Torchwood. You are... We've had our eye on you for some time now. <laughs> Me? We need someone of your type to carry out a very sensitive undercover mission. Bunch of scientists built a supercomputer when Doolally tried to take over the world. Like I say, it was the 60s. Unlawful machine confirmed. 
The original concept was rather too retro, but gone sleeker, sexier. Yes, the history's fascinating, actually. No, Ianto is not. Well, this is a pleasant surprise. I'd hoped to meet you at the mayor's reception last year, Yvonne. Instead, I find you sneaking about my building wearing a scrunchie. Well, sometimes you just want to keep your hair up. Big Finish original horror, spooky, scary, merry drama, blind terror. Uh, the Gods of Frost by Guy Adams and starring Eve Miles is out in October. October, so far off it seems. Here's an early chilling trailer to remind you just how cold it can get. Because, of course, by then, everyone in the UK was saying, <laughs> it's too cold, we're all going to freeze, we're going to wake up in blocks of ice, the trains are frozen, the tracks are frozen, there's We've too, got too much, much water. Too much water. <laughs> Quick, drink more water, have longer showers, there's water everywhere. Oh, goodness me. No, there's not enough water. No, there's too much water. The trains are frozen, the trains are too hot. Oh, not enough salt in the water. Quick, pour some in. Too much pepper in there. Light and warmth Before the trick of it was discovered Winters were lethal In the darkness came the ice In the darkness came death Run and hide, my pretty I'll soon find you Hall, a house that looks to have no warmth in it. It's fitting. There's precious little warmth in me either. But Hall will serve. As will I. Oh, no, the new one! The idiot! The one with all the ghosts. The sooner she goes the way of the old one, the better. You must be the new housekeeper, Mrs. Alice. Yes. How lovely. Welcome to Hall. Our father! What in heaven? How be thy name? One more piece of advice. You stay down. You stay down. You're too drunk to fight and I will cripple you if you lay another finger on me. You're not real. Can't be real. Big finish. We love stories. Right. Don't wind up. So finally, Nick. Yes, to celebrate 20 years of Big Finish, we're offering the opportunity for one of our loyal listeners to have their artwork feature on the cover of our monthly free magazine, Vortex. It says here, explain Vortex. Well, Vortex is a free magazine all about Big Finish, full of interviews. It comes out every month. It's online and physical. Uh, so if you order a CD from us, you just get one free. So if you order lots of CDs, you can get lots of them. Um, 
and uh, and you can just download it as a PDF. It's it's beautifully laid out by our fantastic designer Mark Plasto, beautifully written by Kenny Smith, uh, and uh, uh, Paddy Freeland, our, our marketing exec, uh, works out all the contents, and my wife uh, Steph uh, does the, all the proofing and and um, editing on it. So there you go, uh, and it's 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 loads of interesting stuff, great photographs. It's it's well worth delving into if you're not aware of it. I'm sure you must be. It's on the home page. Anyway, more details will be available on the bigfinish.com site this week about this opportunity but here are the headline details uh, this is for artwork drawn painted whatever but not for photoshop manipulation of photos this must be you you something you physically create the artwork must fit a space of 154 millimeters wide by 216 millimeters tall and the resolution must be 300 dpi this opportunity is active from the 2nd of july 2018 and closes at 23 59 UK time on the 31st of July 2018. All entries must be submitted electronically either as a PDF or JPEG sent to competitions at bigfinish.com Please keep your PSD copies for any edits. Uh, the artwork should be sent to competitions at bigfinish.com says again Paddy's written this brilliantly uh, with the artist's name and a contact email address The artwork can feature any character or creatures from the Big Finish catalogue Please note that there will be approval on the entry from the character's originator or any likenesses. The BBC have to approve any content that features a Doctor Who character. Uh, should there be uh, unforeseen issues with the work, uh, the winning artist will be invited to submit a new piece of artwork. Uh, this is the small print I'm reading out here. We should speed this up. The winner will be informed in mid-August and their artwork will feature as the backstroke or alternative cover for the September Vortex edition celebrating the 20th anniversary of Big Finish. Out that month are several releases for Bernie Summerfield, one of our Big Finish originals, a new series of the Diary of River song and a fresh series of the Doctor Who early adventures. Please note that no correspondence can be entered into. Terms and conditions apply. You may lose your house. That bit's not true. Nor should the submission email cover your background or previous artwork. The submission should speak for itself. It's got to be a speaking submission. Hello, on the submission. Hello! <laughs> Entry is eligible only to those who have never professionally completed artwork for Big Finish before. Uh, only one entry per person is permitted for submission. As Vortex is a free for all magazine, this is an un paid opportunity well done nick there's the <sighs> small print there i almost um, read that out <laughs> i think what you need to do now is you need to speed all, all of that up to last approximately like five seconds yeah i was going to do that let's have it again at even faster speed magic that's amazing you can just do that straight away deliver the goods but yeah so basically summed up it's an artwork opportunity um no photoshop manipulation this is artwork handy physically doobery stuff uh, but yeah, so good luck everybody uh, who enters. Good luck with that one. And now that is the end of the news. Let's hope it doesn't run out of news next week like the country is with water. There's no water. There's too much water. It's too hot. It's too cold. Oh, Not enough news. There's too much news. Coming up soon, we go behind the scenes with the second volume of the first Doctor Adventures. I'll prob Will I edit out that gap? I don't know. I might just leave it in there to show my own incompetence. Uh, but before all that exciting malarkey with the wonderful David Bradley, here's listeners' emails. Love an email. You know me. 
how can I resist the temptation oh, to have tempting. an email section in the podcast and, and to be involved and read them out? I love them. Um, and if you yourself want to email in yes. because I can well, see me. you're all raring to go there. You've got your keyboards out. You've got your, your, your email heads on. Yeah, there you go. That's the sound I've of... I've got uh, my email head on. Oh, 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 uh, Mr. Crowman, sir. Uh, you're eminent, an eminent, sir. Marshall, Marshall, Raise your email. Send um, your emails into this address. Podcast at bigfinish.com. That's Peter Cast at bigfinish.com. Podcast at bigfinish.com. Raise his email. Raise his emails. P. Roller D. Receiver A. Receiver Cast. Oh dear. So first up, this one is from Dylan Fletcher. Greetings, Nick and Benji. After recently listening to the first three Constance audios, I just wanted to say how much I adored both the stories and Constance as a companion. I thought her backstory as a Wren in World War II and personality reflecting this was amazing and a nice change to most companions coming from either the future or modern day. She's a great addition to the enormous roster of original companions who have been spectacular. Evelyn, Flip, Lucy, Helen, the list goes on. Uh, that will hopefully only grow from here. Interesting enough, my... Oh, you can hear a siren there. Yeah. That's, uh, mm. yeah, that's somebody... The water team. Um, yeah. Yeah, Stop mentioning enough, water, um, it's illegal. It might make people <laughs> want to drink it. Interesting enough, though, my granny was a wren, actually. Mm. Just putting that out there. So that was a nice little link for me when listening to the constant stuff was that. With Constance the sixth doctor, isn't it? And flip, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, my, well, my, gr- my granny. Explain that cause, uh, my my granny wasn't with there. the sixth doctor and flip, but. Um, but wasn't she? Constance was. I heard no. she was. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so carrying on with the email here, we've got uh, Speaking of fantastic original companions I just wanted to ask about our favourite Lizard Monkman, uh, Chris Oh, Kiris, isn't it? Who knows how it's pronounced? Uh, Gary used to change his mind every week. I never know. I never know. Um, I was wondering if there are any plans to maybe bring uh, Kiris or Chris uh, back for either a small cameo uh, in a future release or to narrate a future short trip at some point with the 20th anniversary of Doctor Who audios approaching next year. I personally think that old Chris, Kiris, uh, is uh, criminally (laughs) underrated uh, uh, and one of the best companions the main range has produced. And it would be a shame for him to never feature again. That being said, I'd like to uh, say thanks for the continual creation of brilliant companions in the audios and hope that there are many more to come. Much love, XOXO, which is, I think, kiss, hug, kiss, hug. Cheers for that one, sir. Um, Yeah, Conrad Westmast, who played Carries, Carries, Carews, Carraz. Crumbs. Chris. Crumbs. Chris. His name is Chris, really. Uh, Conrad's such a lovely man and a brilliant actor. I bumped into him at, uh, I think it was Tom Spilsbury's Leaving Do, the Doctor Who magazine thing. And it was so lovely to chat to him. Such a wonderful human being. It'd be lovely to get Conrad back to do something, wouldn't it? Short trips, maybe. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. I don't know what he's up to now. Anyway. Hmm, okay. Right, right um, and now. And also Constance. Right yeah, we, lo- we love R- Miranda Raisin uh, doing a fantastic job as Constance in the Sixth Doctor Adventures in the Doctor Who Main Monthly Adventures. Adventures, Adventures. Yeah. Adventure is my middle name. 
it's not but Nicholas Adventure Briggs. <laughs> Adventure uh, here's to the one Briggs. from Patrick Adventure Emery. Dear Hawkins and Graham, he says. <laughs> hey. We've been doing our Dalek voices. This week's podcast had a very interesting section regarding piracy. Me old cobber. the main phrase. Me old cobber. They don't say cobber. <laughs> that's not. No, they that's, don't. that's Australian, isn't it? <laughs> Why cobber? Well, that's the British um, slightly racist well, what, version of What's, uh, what's wrong with, with, with sort of slightly dodgy Australian oh. pirates that never well, said, you know. You have me there. Yes. Um, you uh, have the bridge uh, you, <laughs> thank you mr sulu and illegal <laughs> and illegal downloads in the case of big finish i have to chime in Doing, could you do your bell certainly can use this on a uh, uh, big finish this week that's uh there you are patrick you're chiming in there and say that the whole i couldn't afford it so it isn't a lost sale argument is particularly egregious because the older ranges are only 2.99 for download you can get spare parts, Chimes of Midnight or Jubilee, three of the best Doctor Who stories ever in any format for less than three quid combined with the irregular sales. I just got into Jago and Lightfoot as a result of one and will be expanding my collection. And the drama's available on services like Spotify. There is no excuse for illegal downloads. <laughs> I don't know. He didn't do any of the shouting, but I feel I have to say, buck up! Definitely. Oh, I was a good buck up as well. <laughs> We haven't had a buck up for a while, have we? No, we've not. <sighs> In this hot weather, I need water. Sorry, water's not available. Um, water police. You may have a thimbleful. I'd just like to add my thumbs up for Attergirl and Cicero. Really excellent. Yeah. Keep up the good work. Best regards. Patrick Emery, sent by my indignation. <laughs> <laughs> we, should em- we should employ Patrick as our, our anti-piracy guard. Yes. He can sort of just pop up and Go tell get him, people Patrick. off. Yes. Don't torrent things. This um, is egregious. <laughs> What's the precise meaning of egregious? Agree. It's appall. It says see appalling. So it must mean appalling. That's lazy. Horrifying. Isn't it? Horrible. Terrible. Oh, that's the thesaurus. <laughs> Dare you Causing speak about shock that. or dismay. Horrific. The cat suffered appalling injuries during the attack. <laughs> Who th- who has that as an example? That's the Mac Dictionary. That's, that's so what, sad. What, that's such a cruel example. Why don't they say the Prime Minister... Su- no, that's probably even worse. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> now that is rather sad, isn't it? You know, yeah, John suffered an appalling injury. Well, yeah, you, you, you can't be... No, because that's sad for anybody called John. Um, I don't know. Somebody suffered Some, appalling... Yeah injuries why does why does the dictionary have it in for cats could you send in your examples of dictionaries uh, uh, perpetuating cruelty to animals please because i think it's a national scandal along with the uh, the lack of or the overabundance of water whichever it is this week <laughs> whatever, whatever it is yeah quite frankly too hot oh, too cold who knows who it's like the shower when somebody puts the tap on you know those old showers and then, yeah, yeah you know and you're suddenly you, you're having a great time then oh my god and then oh. ours does that yeah yeah, yeah it's, it's a horrible thing ours just mostly runs out of water when someone next door has a thimble full of water so you can't oh. have any water not today either, either you drink or i shower there's no in between there's no third way here either way somebody's gonna suffer and it could yes. be you you could be smelly or thirsty up to you 
<laughs> Make your choice. It's your choice. Uh, and finally, then, this is the uh, the last email here from Martin Havel. Um, hi, oh. Nick and Benji. After Hello. listening to the latest episode and your discussion on piracy, oh, oh, arr, arr, arr. I felt compelled to email you. I, I suddenly remembered the word egregious will feature in this. I hope so. And if it yeah. doesn't, I, I, I feel... I'll be appalled if it doesn't. <laughs> Be, yes. I, I shall have to injure a cat egregiously. <laughs> horrific, was it suffered horrific injuries? Appalling, Appall- appalling. appalling injuries. Appalling. Appalling. There's a poor, there's a pun in there. Poor, shut up. <laughs> Stop Step it. away from the pun. But he felt compelled to email us about uh, piracy here. I suddenly Arr. remembered an episode of the Distraction Pieces podcast I heard about a year ago. It's hosted by rapper Scroobius Pip, uh, and he was talking about having his music pirated. Oh, good old Dan the Second Scroobius Pip. Um, to combat the pirates, um, he flooded the piracy sites with his own albums. However, he made the artwork slightly different. <laughs> the tracks in the wrong order, listed them incorrectly, and put a recording of himself at the end of each song, saying things like, You've illegally downloaded this! Essentially frustrating uh, anyone who downloaded it illegally. Um, maybe Big Finish could try this stance. Thanks, Martin, uh, sent from my iPhone. Yeah, we well, could just I'd jumble like up all the, all the words. You can't, you can't see it, but it's this stance. It's a nice stance, though. It's very, uh, very, very, uh, very pertwee. <laughs> yes. Oh, dear, just getting comfortable in my seat. Um, yeah, quite. Uh, quite, quite, quite. Well, I don't know whether this is a serious suggestion. I said, A, that would be extremely time-consuming, and, and we could jumble the tracks up, couldn't we? Uh, and and uh, Because then the, cause the stories wouldn't make sense. Um... But it sounds to me like doing something like that is like a declaration of war. Yes, I know exactly and I don't what you think mean. We should do things like that, you know, because then it, things would just escalate out of control and get very, very silly. You know, as I say, I do. You know, some people say I do try it out, and then you know, I've I've become a great fan and buy all your stuff. So, you know, as I've said before, it, it's a complex issue, actually. It is. And anyway, time now for a quick reminder of our current competition. The prize, the Second Doctor Companion Chronicles Volume 2, the question, Leela and Jamie meet in this time-bending release. But when, in a Big Finish audio drama, did Leela and the Doctor talk about Jamie? The subject line, Leela and Jamie. The closing date, Friday the 6th of July, 2018. That was done in my best patronizing voice i don't with, know with a little head bob there as well yeah i don't know i think i need some water no water allowed sorry not sorry. today not for you uh but yes yeah, so if you want to enter that one and you should because entering you know you, you've got to enter in order to, to receive the prize you've got to be in um, it to win it isn't that you've got to be in like it to, to win it i was trying i was trying not to say it Nick. I, was, I was trying to to riff it so i didn't so say how cross that i get yeah oh dear um, but yes yeah, so uh, if you do please email your answers to podcast at bigfinish.com and the very best of luck to all of you at home mm. that's also the end of the emails yes it is it certainly is it is is it it is apparently apparently i I believe in fact hold on let's let's have the the um the end of emails harp noise for this week (laughs) slightly out of tune towards the end there 
Yeah, you ought to do something about that. I think this seems an opportune moment for me to mention that during the uh, Vortex artwork bit earlier, I will have played your beautiful um, Vision On Tony oh, Hart's yes. gallery oh, that music. Was, that was so fun to do. That was actually was one of those in-my-element moments, really. Yeah. Well, I just knew at the moment they mentioned it, I said, we've got to get Benji to do that. And you were on it straight away. Oh, great. Just fun a little there. reminder of that. Perhaps we can that can play us out for the emails this week. Bye. Still to come in this podcast are the randomoid selectron tron 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 and our 15 minute tease of Callan. Now, Callan. Um, the thing about this tease, Benji, okay, is that at the moment there's the first half of the first episodes available as a freebie on the Big Finish site. If you just want to just go there, download it, have a listen. This is an extract, a 15 minute extract from another episode called File on a Harassed Hunter. It's a little bit biased of me to put it in because I play Hunter. And unusually for Callan, who, you know, Hunter normally sits behind the desk and sends them on missions. But this is an episode where he gets personally involved. It was fantastic to do. I had such fun doing it. Um, and uh, that's, I thought it'd be nice to give you a little tease of that one as well. There's no spoilery aspect of playing you a bit of episode before, before the first episode. <laughs> Um, but for now, let's not hang around talking about me. It's time to zoom back to the First Doctor Adventures, Volume 2, out very soon. Brilliant. Hello, I'm David Richardson. I'm the producer of the First Doctor Adventures. I'd love to say that um, there was this real sense of excitement coming back to do Volume 2, and of course... There would have been, um, except we recorded both volumes over one big block in the summer of 2017. So although there's been a big gap between the two releases, we actually um, just did it all over two weeks last year. Happy, happy times. Uh, it was a really lovely experience with a really, really lovely cast. My name is David Bradley and I'm playing the Doctor. What now? Now I think he's right. We should try to get some sleep. How can you sleep? It's night. And tomorrow I suspect we shall need all our wits about us. There is some plot in motion here. For good or ill, it's too early to say, but we are stuck right in the middle of it. Yeah, that's top job. Lovely. Really like it. Thank you. We're rattling through in a couple of takes. I'm amazed at the the skill of um, in the editing process of putting it all together with uh, with all the extra extra sounds. It's it's always a miracle to me, and and I, I admire the um, the speed at which we're all working at, and um, because you have to think quite quickly on your feet even if you're sitting down like myself then uh, <laughs> it's a great way of working because you at the end of the day you think wow that was look at the number of pages we've got through and yet um, somehow everybody seems to find the right way of doing it quite quickly and um, which you have to of course for me it, it's I have to say it's 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 been um, made easy by the fact that I'm, I'm familiar enough with with Hartnell's um, work to uh, 
to do what, uh, as much as I'd like to do with it. Oh, this group of actors is lovely, really lovely. And they, they're really close as well, actually. They get on very, very well. David Bradley wasn't with us for every day of recording, and I could see the glint in his eye when he came in and saw Gemma and Claudia and Jamie. He was just so pleased to see them. They're just genuinely lovely people. Um, we just got on very well. We just sat around and chatted about everything under the sun. And David, we were recording in our studio. We weren't at the moat this time. We were recording at a different studio where there were lots of productions going on. And David seemed to know everybody because he's been in everything. My overriding memory of, of him and of the production was just the smiles. Just the lovely, lovely smiles in the sense that we were making some really lovely stories. I'm uh, Gemma Powell and I'm playing Barbara Wright. And I'm Claudia Grant, and I'm playing Susan. I was really excited, because yeah. it's, not, it's not often that you get to replay characters, so it was about four years ago mm. we were all together filming this, and, um, and yeah, you're sort of reunited with your character and all the cast, and it's really special, because you know all the work's been done, and you're suddenly just all back together as a little family. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, it's like visiting a friend or something. You get Old to bring, friends, yeah, yeah, exactly. You get to bring them back, and it was a really. I loved playing Carol slash Susan, so it was a really exciting prospect that I got to revisit her and be with the people that I worked with last time, who I had mm. such a ball with. So yeah. Maybe it's best if just the doctor and I go. I'm sorry. You want us to stay here? Well, we haven't exactly been lucky with the new species we've encountered so far now, have we? Probably best we take a more guarded approach. Not every species is aggressive, Ian. For every Dalek we've met, there's been a censor out. Even so, Susan, I think Chesterton is quite correct. We wouldn't want you putting yourself in any danger. We've rescued you just as often as you've rescued us. Well, that, that may be the case, but I'm afraid, Miss Wright, that on this matter I am quite firm. Discretion is the better part of valour. People always go, oh, the crown. Oh, did you get inspired? Did you sort of watch the crown a lot to get the accent? And they're like, no, we did it way before the crown. <laughs> we filmed this way before. <laughs> I'm really happy that... Um, a lot of reviewers, a lot of listeners have um, tuned in to what we were trying to do with this series because um, Nick and I talked a lot before going into it and Matt Fitton and I talked a lot before going into it and we wanted to make it entirely authentic to the 1960s production process. We wanted these audio stories to sound as if they were made back in 1964. I talked a lot to Howard Carter, our brilliant sound designer and musician and I know he sort of sat down and watched a load of episodes and, and got a real feel and immersed himself into the whole atmosphere of the series. What we decided to do was split it into two types of stories and follow the original brief to do um, entertaining but educational historical stories and really imaginative, out there fantasy stories. We wanted to tell the type of science fiction stories that they might have done in the 1960s. And that's been fun as well, because it's a very different type of storytelling. And it's a very different pace of storytelling as well. Modern storytelling, modern TV shows, tend to be very fast and furious and exhilarating. And we wanted to just step back into that I guess slightly quaint way of telling Doctor Who stories. It is quaint, it's lovely, it's very different um, and equally as valid and very valid for the time. I'm John Dorney and I wrote The Invention of Death. Shoal's dead. What? 
I do not understand. Neither do I, but it's happened. That's impossible. Obviously not. For the first time ever, an Ashtarlan has died. Yeah, very nice. The invention of death came about because I just got to thinking that I didn't read a massive amount of science fiction. I used to categorise it as I, I wasn't a particular fan of science fiction, but I don't think that's entirely true. I just never really get around to watching it. I kind of mainly do the sort of science fantasy that I think you know covers most of the popular stuff like your Doctor Who and Star Wars and Star Trek, all that kind of stuff. I started thinking that it would be good to read a lot more science fiction just to sort of help get me in the right sort of headspace. And then when we were discussing story ideas for this set, we were going to do a mix of historical stories and science fiction stories. And I thought, looking at those early three years of Doctor Who, it's very, very clear that the science fiction stories are really science fiction stories. It's a series that hasn't decided what it is at that point. It was actually one of the notes I gave Matt on his script for The Destination Wars was it was originally an Earth colony and I thought they don't visit Earth that much in those first three years. Every now and then you get some connection to Earth. Obviously the web planet is entirely aliens but but there are others where they're all a bit more humanoid but they're still aliens like the Space Museum and Keys of Marinus and the Daleks, all of those, they're all, there's no connection to Earth. And it's all very much more stories about ideas. Science fiction I tend to view as being somebody posits a what-if question and then the story explores the answer. Because they take you into these different worlds and I'm, I'm just astonished at the breadth and the, um, the ambition of the stories. I, I can see them all vividly as I'm, as I'm reading them and that for me is a mark of a really, really good story and these they're in the the real tradition of the Doctor Who. That's why when I was first reading them I wasn't sure if they were original lost episodes and so uh, I think uh, the writer has, has, has captured the real the real spirit and I think John's done a marvellous job. Exciting stuff there. Great fun to work on too. And now is that time that's right, is that time mm, now for right. The Randomoid Selectatron. Uh, so, yes. uh, without further ado, yes. uh, cue that epic music. <laughs> oh, here we go. So, uh, Nick, you, you're going to like this one. Am I? It's 203 Sherlock Holmes, the Hound oh. of the Baskervilles. Goodness me. It's a real rip roarer for you there. Yeah. Well, uh, let's hear the trailer. Of course, I've heard of the Hound ever since I was in the nursery. It's the pet story of the family, though I never thought of taking it seriously before. Coming soon, from Big Finish Productions. Of the origin of the Hound of the Baskervilles, there have been many statements, yet as I come in a direct line from Hugo Baskerville, I've set it down with all belief that it occurred, even as is here set forth. In your opinion, there is a diabolical agency which makes Dartmoor an unsafe abode for a Baskerville. Do you not find it interesting? Uh, to a collector of fairy tales. Over the great Grimpen Mire, there hung a dense, white fog. As it flowed onward, we fell back before it until we were half a mile from the house. And still, that dense, white sea, with the moon silvering its upper edge, swept slowly and inexorably on. Look out! It's coming! A dreadful shape had sprung out upon us from the shadows. 
Never in the delirious dream of a disordered brain could anything more savage, more appalling, more hellish be conceived than that dark form and savage face which broke upon us out of the wall of fog. My God, what was it? What in heaven's name was it? The practical point which we now have to decide, Sir Henry, is whether it is or is not advisable for you to go to Baskerville Hall. Well, I seem to have come into an inheritance with a vengeance. A dreadful shape had sprung out upon us from the shadows. A hound, it was. An enormous, coal-black hound. But not such a hound as mortal eyes have ever seen. Sherlock Holmes. The Hound of the Baskervilles. Brilliant trailer by Martin Montague there. I'm just God, uh, the hound on that front cover is utterly uh, hideous, isn't it? It's really yeah. scary. I would not want to wake up to see that. It is great, isn't it? It's um, Alex Mallinson did the design for that. Oh, superb uh, stuff. And funnily enough, who I'm going to see, I think uh, it would be this week. I'll be having. Um, lunch or dinner or something with him i don't know i haven't seen him in ages and uh, we keep in touch he used to do so much brilliant artwork for big finish but you know i think we burnt him out really yeah burn him that's what happens or yeah that's why we're doing the art competition we burnt <laughs> out the last one so we need somebody else quickly uh, it was Set such great fun to do as uh, adapted by richard dinnick and uh with lovely lovely richard earl in it uh, and that is actually him playing the dog as well. No, I'm joking. Um, don't I look young in that picture? You do. Well, you look beardless. So you, yeah. I can say you look chilly. <laughs> you look chilly there. It's, it's a good, you know the Sherlock Holmes stuff that you do is fantastic and it's great fun and is one of I think it's one of those things, especially with Big Finish. Uh, because it's obviously a classical Sherlock Holmes is a very you know it's well known thing it's it's quite accessible for again people that might not be familiar with big finish stuff they can jump right in with it and enjoy it um, like my uncle actually which I think I mentioned a few podcasts back he, he you did he got a copy of it and he thoroughly enjoyed it so and he's never listened to any big finish before so for him it was a, a fresh thing and he really enjoyed it well, we've got some good reviews here as well. Mm, yeah. Um, the thing about this one, I can tell you a little behind-the-scenes thing, it was when we'd first started doing them, and uh, we weren't sure how they'd go, so I kept the budget very, very low, um, you know, because we didn't know that whether they'd sell or not. And so we did what we would normally do in two days. We did in one day. Wow. As you can see, it's a very small cast with people playing each person, apart from uh, Richard and I, each person. Well, so uh, Richard's playing Watson, I'm playing Holmes, Sam Clemens, uh, that's Brian Clemens' son, just to give you some perspective there, lovely, uh, great friend of mine, uh, playing Sir Henry Baskerville. And then uh, and also, um, and, and then John Banks is playing one, two, three, four, five parts, Barnaby Edwards, oh, he's Jack Stapleton, and Charlie Norfolk, she's playing three roles as well so there but that's the complete cast for Hamlet Baskerville's very small cast and what we did we basically uh we didn't stop recording we just started at the beginning and just went through it all sneaking in and out of booths to be ready in time wow. for the scenes yeah and that's how we got 
a two-hour play down in one day. It was a bit mad. I think we even went through it twice, actually. We did it once in the morning and once in the afternoon because the duration is just over two hours. I bet but, you had great fun, though. That sounds like a fun day. I mean, stressful, well, it, but fun. I, I seem to remember... Let's see when it was recorded. Uh, technical details... Oh wow! Uh, the, but the behind the May. scenes on on that is is you've really you've written a, a huge, a huge uh, article about it all in here. It's a, well, I think it's an interview, isn't it? Let's have a look. Is it? Oh no! And what is it? An extract from a speech in which Nick delivered to the Sherlock Holmes Society of London's film evening. Ooh. What is it? Sorry. Oh my goodness, it's a speech I delivered. <laughs> I have no recollection of making this speech or indeed of it being quoted on the Big Finish site. Good Lord, someone must have recorded what I said. <laughs> now, so you can now go on there and imagine Nicholas Briggs in front of this crowd holding a, holding a, a, a glass of sherry or something. Yeah, right. Uh, okay. So, uh, good evening, everybody. I'd like to stop you for a moment and discuss Sherlock Holmes. Um, but yeah, there you go. A whole speech. Yeah. Well, I tell you something. Uh, the, the doing the Sherlock Holmes thing uh, suddenly made me realise what it's like for um, people who've been in Doctor Who going to Doctor Who conventions, or people coming into Big Finish who don't know about Doctor Who. Because they get really worried that there's going to be a test and that people are going to say, so in 1973, the Doctor landed on the planet Spyridon uh, for what purpose? Oh, and they ca are you all right, mate? You all right? Benji's suddenly looking round. Cool. Okay. Oh, so it's all right. My, my friend, yes, yeah, my friend is uh, round. He's an electrician, so he's doing some, some work for us today. So he knows the drill. Zzz, <laughs> Um, I can't remember what I was talking about now. Tests and Spyridon. Oh, yes, thank you. Um, it's like they expect you to test them on something really difficult about Doctor Who and that. And even though I know Sherlock Holmes and have read a lot of the stories, I don't, I'm not an expert on it like I am on Doctor Who. I'm not frightened of being asked about something from Doctor Who that I don't know about. But I'm frightened that some Sherlock Holmes aficionado is going to say, yes, and in um, whatever, uh, I'm going to go, oh, I, I don't know. And they're all going to look at me like, and go, knows nothing, knows nothing imposter the imposter of baker street um so so that was that was my worry and i think i actually said that in that speech but that is how people who are not doctor who fans feel when they're associated with doctor who. Like, i don't i don't know anything don't ask me anything because i don't know anything also uh, i had looked up the date then 16th of may and we get a lot of hot maze don't we i re i seem to remember that um it was a hot time in the um studio very temperature very high no water no <laughs> <laughs> yes there was no so, water in the studio so it was, it, so it was quite it, it was quite exhausting to be quite frank it was fun but it was quite exhausting but you know a great insight there into to how you know how different there are different approaches to making audio drama as well so when you listen to that one uh, it's very much it's as raw as it gets really in terms of uh, you know done in order and, and, and things like that but yeah so you yeah. can you get that on the uh, the Big Finish 
uh, website, can't you? How exciting. Yeah. Well, thanks, Ran. Well, Ran, always a pleasure, never a chore. Keep up the good work. Uh, we'll see you back in Baker Street, old boy. Um, this, yeah, Ran brings out so many, you know, different things. This week he even gave us a speech. So you can't, <laughs> you can't knock it, can you? But yes, famous uh, after dinner speaker. Oh, rah, 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 rah. Uh, and so, as the podcast grumbles noisily, uh, asking to be given its supper, let's spend a bit of time making up a trailer for this podcast. Right, so Nick, do you want to brainstorm this, or shall we... Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I think yeah. what we need is... Uh, Schematic. Be, yeah. <laughs> Pie charts, everybody. It's a Gantt chart. What's a Gantt chart? A Gantt chart is... Um, I, I'm just going to double-check that I am right about this. Um, yes. Yes, please double-check. Um, and I'm no water too much water no water hot rails cold rails hot rails cold rails cardboard box sales <laughs> um, so again yeah I'm, I'm sort of am right about it um, we're having a cardboard box thing uh, this um, this Sunday in fact when the podcast goes out really yeah we've got loads of cardboard boxes and we're going to erect them in the local church hall to make a Nerf war zone for my son and his oh, friends to play for his birthday party. Now that that is a great idea, actually. It's, yeah, it was Ben's idea, and so Good that's what we're doing. So Steph's been collecting cardboard boxes from around the town for it's weeks be a, now. A box war that sounds being attacked like... by a small midge. <laughs> midge, midge. What's it? Just the start, midge. Just the start. <laughs> Um, What's that from? Survival, Doctor Who. Oh. Just the start, bitch. Just the start. I don't remember Survival at all. I love Survival. Great soundtrack, actually, in that one. But yes, a Gantt chart is um, essentially... It's lots of little lines, basically. It's kind of like a... Kind of, well, you know, it's a sort of... Uh, like a timeline at the top and, and sections on the bottom and then little lines to correspond how long something's in which place, really. It's all terribly boring, but Let that's a Gantt chart. something. But God, he's taking his shirt off. Now, was it? Guys, oh, a Gantt shirt. Look at that, eh? <laughs> I've got a Gantt shirt on. Who, who would That's have thunk con- it? It's the only context. Uh, I got rather obsessed with buying Gantt shirts. And then Jamie Anderson said, uh, Yeah, my dad got obsessed with that as well. What? So, like, I'm an old bloke now. I mean. <laughs> uh, was it from that day that you, you, you went off Gantt shirts and started <laughs> buying snapback hats and <laughs> Re- Reebok trainers and <laughs> I don't know what a snapback hat is but I know what a Reebok trainer is that's a good start it's a good start what's a snapback hat I've got a Panama here just, just, a, just, just a cap a Panama's nice yeah you can go go for the sort of investigative hot sun I can't, I can't put I've realised I've got headphones on so I can't actually put it on well it looks <laughs> uh, balance it on top but yes anyway oh boy so it's time to do the trailer oh yeah here we I go I think it's time so here we yes. go rolling Available from Big Finish Productions, a podcast ejected from the reality gun. (laughs) Get the reality gun! Get the reality gun! 
Bring out your reality gun. Bring out your reality gun. That's right. This week here on the Big Finish podcast. On, on, the, on, the, on, the, on the 1st of July, 2018. The 1st of say. July, 2018. Coming this week on the podcast. We discuss the latest releases. Torchwood, Goodbye Piccadilly, Short Trips, The Siege of Big Ben. Oh, so many more wonderful things. On the news, there's a Vortex cover opportunity. Yeah, you... You could do the artwork for a Vortex magazine cover. Uh, Star Trek Prometheus. What? Uh, Torchwood. Um, I mentioned before. You mentioned before. And, and other stuff. What else was there? Oh, We have a behind-the-scenes feature on the uh, yeah. first Doctor. All very exciting there. And as well as that, we have a drama tease. Nick, what are we dramaing teasing about this week? We're dramaing teasing... Teasing... Callan. Yes. File on a harassed... Hunter, and we like to say harassed as harass, not harassed Betty. <laughs> <laughs> so, for all of you out there who have listened to our podcasts before, enjoy, and all of you who haven't or are too scared to listen, welcome <laughs> and enjoy. And we'll Boom. be seeing you for the podcast this week here at Big Finish Productions. So, I don't know, I thought that was that all went wrong horribly, didn't it? It went, it went that way, but, you know, life goes wrong horribly sometimes. And, you know, sometimes you just got to let it go. Fetch me water! <laughs> water way to have a good time. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hamilton's water, water holidays. Hamilton's waterways, that's it. And so now it's time for a 15 minute tease of a great new series from Big Finish. Big Finish. I'm a bit biased because I'm in it. Um, so when it's. It. I, I'm playing Hunter, uh, who is the, the head of the section. And they sent Callan out on missions but this it all gets a little bit personal in this one so now Callan file on a harassed hunter Stone dripping wet. You can't stop shoveling it in. Little and often is best, Mr. Cannon. Mm, that's what the doctors say. Often, yeah, but little. You've just demolished a stone half a pie of mash and now you're scoffing a pot of jelly deals. Oh, you, you should try some, Mr. Cannon. Gertie makes the best deals in London. Ask anybody around here. All right for you, lonely. Lovely, aren't he? What about your friend? Is he sure he don't want some? Uh, no, no, I'm I'm fine with the tea, thank you. Call me Gertie, dear. Everyone else does. Thanks, uh, Gertie. He's very picky, aren't he? Not like me. Me eels is famous, you know. 
We had that bloke off the telly here last year. Oh, you know. Well, what was his name, Lonely? I don't know, Hockney. No. No, you don't, do you? Because you was inside, your thieving little bleeder. Anyway, he said my eels was the best he ever had. And he should know. He's on the telly. You must be very proud. Well, I would be. If I didn't have a sticky finger tea leaf for a nephew. Hey, Lonely. Uh, Yes, Auntie. Sorry, Auntie. You'd best get you out of here, mate. Looks like the natives are getting restless. All right. Uh, we've got to go, Auntie. A bit of business to attend to. Oh, yeah? Well, make sure it's your own business or you'll be feeling the back of me hand. And stay out the bookies! Stone me. You've got a hell of a family, old son. Do you think so, Mr Kelly? I do, mate. Quite a few of us around here, you know. Quite a few? There's hundreds of them. I lost track of the ones that visited you when we were in the Nick. Catholic, you see. And all the females is strong women. It's in the genes, Mr Keller. You can say that again. And they've all got another thing in common and all. What's that? They're always on me back. The whole lot of them. I've got a terrible life with them, Mr Kellen. Terrible. Oh, yeah? Paid full price for those eels, did you, mate? Well, I'm family, aren't I? Only natural. It blood's thicker than water, you know? It is in your case. You ain't got no family, have you, Mr Kellen? Not that I know of. I was brought up in children's homes most of the time, in the army. In the Nick? How thoughtful of you to remind me, yes. In the Nick. Send Callan in, please, Liz. Hunter will see you now, David. Has his mood improved? He's still a bit preoccupied, if that's what you mean. You know exactly what I mean. You're just too nice to say it out loud. Tom? Ah, Callum. Good of you to spare the time. Sir? I was looking for you an hour ago. I had to pop out at lunchtime to visit an ex-colleague. He's got tummy trouble. I couldn't begin to care less, Callum. I want you to go home and grab an overnight bag. I'm sending you on a cultural visit. I beg your pardon? You're going to the theatre, Callan, in Newcastle. How exciting. Why? Because I said so. You're going to see a rather poor production of Shakespeare's Hamlet. Thank you, Hunter. But I repeat, why? Insubordination, Callan. It's always been your problem. You're going to make contact with an informant who has some vital information for us. You'll get all the operational details you need on the flight. I'm flying? To Newcastle? Indeed you are, Callan. Speed is of the essence. The theatre performance is this evening. One thing, we'll need a car at the other end. Could you arrange that with Liz? We? Sorry? You said we'll need a car at the other end. Who is we? <clears throat> you. And I. You're coming with me? To Newcastle? To meet an informant? A very good, Callan. You've summed up the operation perfectly. But you never leave the office. Correction, Callan. I rarely leave the office. I do leave it under exceptional circumstances. Do I get to know the nature of these exceptional circumstances? Not until we get on the plane, Callan. I've got better things to do than to satisfy your curiosity. We fly at five, that's all. Liz! Wait a minute. 
Let me give you a hand with all those files. There's absolutely no need, you know. I can manage. I've had plenty of practice. Squeeze up a bit. I might as well come with you, help out at the other end. Basement, is it? Uh, I don't want to take you out of your way. It's only archiving. Well, that's not out of my way. I'll pop into the armoury while I'm down there. Oh, I see. Can I carry those for you? Well, they're not heavy, just paper, just old files. And every one of them a life. A life in colour coding. White, yellow, blue. And red, David. Don't forget the red files. I hadn't forgotten. But the red ones aren't for life. They're for death. Here, let me... Got the key? Uh, it's the brass Yale. David, can I ask you a question? Of course. How long have you and I been working together? How long? Uh, let me see. About three years. And in those three years, how many times have you escorted me to the basement to help me with the filing? I, uh, I'm not sure. I am David Callan. You have helped me with the filing precisely no times. Is that right? None. Zero. Zilch. So? So what? What do you want? Want? Yes, want. Why are you here? You've become awfully forceful all of a sudden. Yes, well... Only with you. Why me? Because I can be. Because I thought we were friends. Yes? Well, yes. That's fine, then. So? So... What? What do you want? It's Hunter. What about him? Y you mean the grumpy thing? It's more than that. Have you noticed anything strange about him recently? Strange? Are you joking with me? You can't do what he does without being a bit weird. Yes, yes, but weirder than he normally is. He's broodier than usual, and like you said, even more short-tempered. But, but then again, thinking about it, that's not actually all that unusual, is it? Why do you ask? Because he's sending me on a job up north. And? And he's insisting on coming with me. On an op? But he can't. It's against the rules. Yeah, I'm aware of that. The trouble is, he makes the rules. I know theatre tickets are pricey, Hunter, but this is going to be one hell of an expensive night out. Time is the most valuable commodity there is, Callan. No money in the world can buy sufficient. This Learjet allows us to save a little bit of it, that's all. You like the play? Hamlet. I always have. But couldn't we have waited until it came to London? I don't think this particular production will ever leave the North. That's why we've come to Newcastle. Come on!
I'd forgotten how inhospitable the North could be. What car did you order? A Daimler. Our local office sorted it. The driver's one of ours as well. Is that the best you could do? No, Hunter, it isn't the best I could do. That would have been the section Bentley with its bulletproof glass and blastproof coachwork. But round here a Bentley would stick out like a cockney in a football match and you insisted on being low-key. You'll have to slam it in a Daimler for once. He's over there, flashing his lights. Let's go. A little touchy this evening, Callan, if I may say so. Yeah, well, I get like that when I'm not able to do my job properly. What is it precisely that you're referring to? You know damn well, sir. Humour me. Basic security precautions. One, you're not meant to leave the building except under extreme circumstances. Which these are. And two, standing orders dictate that when you're outside, you have two bodyguards and look around. It's just me. I've just told you, Callan, the circumstances are extremely unusual. And anyway, to all intents and purposes, you are as good as two average operatives and twice as insubordinate to boot. Yes, well, I'm very sorry if my tone upsets you, Hunter, but I like to be just a little bit professional about the way these things are done. It is my job. This car might be bugged for all we know. We know for certain that it couldn't stop a bullet. I'm afraid on this occasion it can't be helped. No one knows we're here, Callan. Try to relax for pity's sake. think that this is what passes for a decent hotel in the north of England. You think this is bad? You want to see my room? Anyway, compared to the places you usually send me, this is positively luxurious. The wallpaper reminds me of the soup we suffered at school. And the carpet reminds me of the cabbage. Well, Callan, is it clean? It is as far as electronic bugs are concerned. I couldn't vouch for the living type. I still don't like it. Who in their right mind would? I mean, I don't like the setup. The locks aren't even a joke. And there are too many access routes. Stairs, fire escape, lift. Room service. Get away from the window. Just a moment. <clears throat> Your supper order, sir. Chicken sandwiches and two bottles of beer. Uh, thanks. Just uh, put it on the table. There you go. Keep the change. Thank you, sir. Some sustenance, at least. No, I'll have a sandwich. Don't, sir! David, what the devil are you doing? I could have you disciplined for assault. Listen, Hunter, the food may have been poisoned. I think we're at risk. You are at risk. My orders say that that should never happen. Never. But it is happening, and if you die, I'm to blame. But Seriously. No buts, Hunter. I need to know what it is you've got me mixed up in. I need to know now. This is very difficult for me, Callum. But essentially, we are here simply to learn a man's address, find that man, and kill him. You broke cover for that. I don't believe it. I had no choice, Callum. Why not just send Mears with me? Or Fitzmaurice? I have to know that the man is dead. 
And my word wouldn't be good enough for you? Under normal circumstances, of course it would. But as I told you, this is different. You mean it's personal? For God's sake, sir, please. I've got to know. Otherwise, how can I protect you? Very well. But not here. Where then? The theatre bar? The performance starts in an hour. At least we could get some proper refreshment. Smoked salmon sandwich, all right? A distinct improvement on the hotel fare. Let's hope so. Here you go, then. <clears throat> now, you were about to tell me what this was all about. Mm. Very well. The man I'm after is KGB. His code name is Petrov. He's grade four, an expert in assassination. That's really all I know about him. Grade four means he's at the highest level, a licensed killer. Why has the KGB got a wet job operative here? The only objective with those guys is to execute people. Oh, Petrov isn't here in Newcastle. Then why- We are here to meet an actor, a man who knows Petrov. A man who has seen him recently and knows his address. There's more, isn't there? I can hear it in your voice. You've been listening to a Big Finish production. And don't forget to rate and review us a Big Finish.